Oh man. You can come here. How you guys like the new angle? <laughs> Enjoy it for one more episode because after this episode, we are no longer going to be in this house. Welcome back. Welcome to Welcome. the Jenna and Julian podcast. Exhausted version. The, somehow even more exhausted than we were last week. Amazingly, yeah. In better spirits, but definitely more exhausted. Yeah, I mean, you can't see a house in this shot, but basically everything is gone except for some big pieces of furniture that we're going to move at 9 a.m. in the morning. Get legs. All gone. It's, uh, I, I, this house has never looked ever since we moved in. It hasn't looked this clean and empty and skeleton-like. But it's exciting because as we empty this house, our new place is getting more and more comfy and feeling like we're ready to live in it, so... Well, yeah, because we've been slowly moving over, like, boxes of stuff, and then we're planning on just having a moving... Well, it's not even a moving company. It's <laughs> Rome's husband and his friends uh, just come help us with the big stuff. So yeah. we're moving big stuff tomorrow, but we've already taken nine trips to the new house, right? Nine or ten, something like that, yeah. Just in Jenna's car. Yeah. She's got the SUV, so we fold down the chairs and load it up with boxes, so... It's been uh, it's been a lot, but like Jenna said earlier, uh, you know the hard part is behind us. Now we just you yeah, know. packing up your shit is the worst part. Okay, what was your least favorite part about packing? The um, room and item. No, I think my least favorite part about packing was the fact that you would spend a lot of time on. Can I help you? Uh, you would spend a lot of time doing one thing. And when you finish, you're like, oh, man. And then you look, look everywhere, and there's shit everywhere. And you're just <laughs> so like, I didn't even put a dent. Yeah, It's so discouraging. It's really discouraging. So, um, yeah. So, I, I think that, I mean, just the feeling of being in, like, an abyss of stuff yeah. uh, is pretty hard. But, I mean, you, she better not go. Anyway, sorry. You dealt with it really well. You kept your nose to the grindstone. Um, I had to go to work today. Yeah. And, uh, and you packed while I was there. Hey, come here. She's, we have like a bench that's out that has like a padding on top and she she's sniffing it like she's going to piss on it. I she swear go. to God, Peachy. Peach. Come here, come here. You better not. Come here. My God. I have to say that my least favorite part about packing was the motherfucking fake Christmas trees that were still up. So I, it, I took down the little one in the bedroom Grab and him. everything was... You know, fucking covered in glitter. There's glitter everywhere. There's glitter on this table right now. It's you can never get rid of it. It's fucking everywhere. And then, uh, so we threw out the little box for the little Christmas tree. And so I fucking wrestled it into a, a flat wardrobe box. But that was the only time. Like I'm, I've been sort of like sweaty and gross since we started packing or whatever. But like I legit was breaking out in a sweat trying to get that fucking Christmas tree in a fucking box. It was the worst thing that I did the entire time. It's a free spirit. It didn't want to be put in a box. I know, and we still didn't. Even, we didn't do the entire the big Christmas tree in the living room. Like everyone make fun of me on YouTube. Like, is there a Christmas tree? Like it's July. Like no, motherfucker. It is now October. Yeah. It's still up. We almost made it, but like half of it has been moved. Yeah, half of it has because the the box for it I put outside in in the little shed and it got fucking destroyed. Yeah, because the shed is plastic. It doesn't insulate anything. So, <sighs> but it's fine because. We took off, this is riveting, I know, guys. 
this is riveting. But we took off <laughs> we took off the top half of the tree in two parts and moved it already. So all we have is the bottom half. Anyway, these uh, Christmas trees, man. That's why I left them up because I did not want to fucking just like. Yeah, and there, also there's uh, not really. I mean, other than that little teeny shed outside, there's not really many places to put it. You well, know what I mean? In this house, in this no, house, there's the nowhere place, to put it. The new place, there's there's places to. We have a whole zombie apocalypse room where it's like we just put yes. all our crap that we're, we're gonna. We're calling it the utility room or the utility. Activities I like room. I like utility shelter. Okay. So it's like, that's where we go when shit goes down. Yeah, there's I got food, like there's my, water. Yeah, my sewing machine's in there. Nerf guns. I got my bowling shoes. Golf clubs. Yeah, like it's a like, fucking yeah, badass room. That's the room where it will go down. Yeah, and, there's and it a, there's a, a secret entrance. There's a secret entrance to that room so you can go out the back, uh, which is really cool. It's like a r- really odd room, but you know what? We're going to use that shit for when it goes just down. Just go in there and do mad activities. Yeah, and uh, it's got... Like, it's not quite like a shelf. It's not quite like a tool, you know, the area. It's it's, yeah, it's like, like sort of like a woodworking cabinet. place. Yeah. It's like cabinet, but on top there's like a flat area where you can actually like do projects because so it's wood. Do so many activities. We can do activities in there. But we're really excited. I mean, this new place in terms of us, you know, while shooting videos, we're going to – anything, everything and anything is just going to be improved, I feel like, because we're going to have – we moved a little further away from LA. We're having a little more space. Yeah, we moved to the burbs, though. We into burbs, though. In- Except it's like popping over there, man. Yeah, it's more exciting there than it is here. Yeah, I, I was not familiar with you know how popular it was, but I'm excited. Sounds we, like we in that valley, dick. We're in the valley. We got some. I think there's. Yeah, baby. Officially um, in the valley. It's so much cheaper out there, and you get so much more for your money. I yeah. don't know what I've been thinking this entire time. Living anywhere in Los Angeles, like get me the fuck Plus, out. Plus, Los Angeles is super pretentious. It was really funny. I was texting Brett yeah. today, and uh, he was like, "What's your new address?" So I texted it to him, and uh, I was like, uh, "I was like, you know, it's Sherman Oaks, you know." But I said I sent him the address with Sherman Oaks as the city, but in maps on my phone, the Apple Maps, when you type in the address, it says Los Angeles. And uh, he laughed, and I was like, "Scumbag maps, move to Sherman Oaks away from the pretentious area." Still says you live in L.A. <laughs> But yeah, um, we're out. We're out of the we're out of the LA scene, which is exciting. You know? Yeah, and it, well, the place is a little bit bigger square footage, which you know. But we're saving money. It's like a mind fuck. You know it what is. I mean? You move over the hill, and then you you just well. When pay I moved less. from Santa Monica to here, it was the same thing. I'm like, seriously, like yeah. just fucking proximity to the ocean and or it's, bullshit, and then you pay <laughs> out the ass. Like how Los Angeles? How do you work? Like you heard well, my brain. Well, it's like there's a hub of. I didn't even live close to the ocean. No, I lived you didn't. like fucking 30 blocks no, in you from lived, the ocean. Yeah, like at least 30. But the, I think it's there's It's not a, like I was peering out at the Pacific every day. Yeah. I mean, well, first of all, there's north of Montana, which is really a wealthy area. And then like Brentwood. I didn't but live there. I'm not saying you did. Oh, I'm just I'm trying to explain like why it's expensive in Santa Monica. Uh-huh. I think, first of all, north of Montana. Uh, then you have Brentwood and Beverly Hills, of course. But that's east. But so north of Montana, Brentwood. And then it's like there's like a hub of wealthy mid area it's not really close to the water but not really inland like us like you lived in on montana canyons. yeah so well, that's like where tom brady and giselle live yeah. and arnold schwarzenegger lives but to answer like and it doesn't OJ. really make sense oj used to live up there on rockingham that's right he did i drove down rockingham we've seen his house with, right no i think it was my brother or my mom no it was my dad really wanted to drive down that street and like really dad like yeah. really, was it my dad i don't know i wasn't there oh i don't remember oh wait was that maybe you think you were there for like a day when you visited 
Yeah, but we went. We just like, went to really the Malibu dad, you for dinner. Drive down OJ Street, like it's fucking weird. Mr. Mori, we went to <laughs> we went to Malibu for dinner, but then I had to go to Big Bear. That's um, yeah, Mr. Mori. Mr. Mori wants to go see. Go exploring. I want to go exploring. I want to go exploring in that wealthy hood of Brentwood <laughs> and go see where OJ used to live. It's so wealthy for no reason. Why is it wealthy? Anyway, we're I'm I'm couldn't be like I've been a Southern California person my whole life. I was born and raised. You know, I was born in Northern California, but I was raised in Southern California. I've lived all kind of all over, like West Los Angeles, Culver City, Santa Monica. But I'm excited to have like a new experience in the valley. I feel like, you know, the fact that we're both going to be discovering this place together at the same time for the first time. Yeah, that's a cool thing, and it's also good because you know, I, I you know, I, I could use a change. I'm kind of over what's right here. I know. So. I don't really fit in to a lot of places in Los Angeles. I feel like, and I'm sure. Whoever's listening to this or watching that could understand why. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of marched to my own drum. Yeah, which is the opposite of people here. They're all they're all Hollywood sheep. Well, no, not everybody. Sheep. No, there's definitely really cool people here, but they're very difficult to find. Yeah, it takes. Oh, you they're far and few between. A, between a yeah. couple of years to find people that you're like, oh, you're you're not an asshole. Okay, I'll, you can say. You're fine. Well, it's just frustrating because yes. Everywhere you go, you're. I mean, no matter how much work you have to put in, there are going to be good people. It's just frustrating to think that this area condones the reality that you have to just expect people off the bat to be self-absorbed people that you don't really want to see. And if they're nice, it's kind of like, oh, a surprise. Well, yeah. Well, okay. I guess this pos- this podcast is turning into a conversation that different than we expected. But the, the, I just have a question for you, I guess, because I'm, you know, I want to know no. because. A lot of people that live in Los Angeles are like myself. We're transplants. We come here from other places in the country. So in theory, this place should be like the coolest fucking melting pot ever. You know, like everyone that has similar sort of interests moves to a hub. And then, you know, in theory, it should just be like this happy, like, yay time. Like, you know, you find your fucking cool place. It's not. Everyone here kind of sucks and doesn't have a soul. Uh when you were growing up, yeah. what was your experience with people in Southern California? Does it like does it trickle down to the children? Are the children assholes? Like, are they pretentious? Like, what? Or are they regular people? Because your friends are super normal from yeah. high school. Um, yeah, you know, I I think well from when I like little league, I, I remember there were a couple kids on on teams I played with who like, were definitely like rich. You wanted to smack them. Well, you know what I mean. As a kid, you don't really <laughs> well, understand. Everybody grows up with somebody that's rich. Yeah, know? and like I think as a kid, I didn't really grasp, uh, or maybe I just didn't meet real snobs. But I didn't really grasp the fact that you know wealth can breed. You know, arrogance and annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I, I was just like, oh, your house is bigger than mine, and we're eating sushi for lunch or whatever. You oh, know what man, I mean? I always wanted to go over to other people's houses. Yeah. Like and so everybody's house was bigger than mine. Yeah. So I think um, some, some like literally, and then when you got to high school, I feel like, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm only speaking for myself. I went to Santa Monica High School. Uh, it's it's right in the heart of Santa Monica. It's actually Samo closer. High. Yeah, it's close to Samo High. That's right. It's closer to like Venice area than it is to like Montana. So it's a little bit south. But my whole experience was uh, I I like felt like everyone at my school was just normal kids because there was a lot of, of a lot of uh, you know underprivileged people who went to Samo High because that area right. wasn't necessarily it's a public the richest school. area. Yeah. 
It's a public so, school, and there's lots of options for charter schools and private schools here, where I imagine all the dickheads go. Absolutely, right? and those were that's that's my experience. That's with where the, the dickheads exactly. go. Exactly, yeah. and I don't want to name names, <laughs> but I kind of do. No, but like so, those are the private schools like we played in baseball. We would always really have an easy time with them because their programs were like really underdeveloped. But yeah, those kids. I mean. Yeah, and 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 I for think all that's you true across the board, though, I don't know. Like in my mind, I sort of had this thing that like everyone in Los Angeles was like Malibu Barbie and Ken, and like. Well, that's. I mean, it's it's not an unfair misconception because right. well, a lot I had of people... also never been here until I was like twenty three years old. So yep. I thought the entire state was just Disney. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean, though. Yeah, like yeah, you yeah. just have this sort of like crazy misconception. Yeah. About what things are. Uh, so I think it's a valid question for someone that's not from here, but it sounds like, you know, a lot like how everyone grows up in America, yeah. at least, where, you know, you have public schools and then there's there some the D-bags there, yeah. but the sno- most of the snobs. Private school. Although it's not that everyone that goes to the charter school or private school is a snob. No. But it, the, that's the good super, point. super, super expensive ones. Yeah. That's where I feel like there's a higher population of them. Well, yeah, I mean, because <laughs> kids get raised given things. You know what I mean? They don't have to work for it. Uh, I would like to point out my two best friends, like when I was growing up as a kid, Scott and Tyler Heineman. I played baseball with them all, you know, all through my youth. And now they're, you know, Tyler's playing professional baseball. Scott's at Oregon or whatever. Uh, and he's going to get drafted soon. But the whole point is that they went to private schools. And they were like seriously some of the most down to earth cool kids that right. I, I ever hung out with. And I would literally spend weekends at their house, and they would spend weekends at mine, and we would play baseball nonstop. But I guess what I'm trying to say is like, yeah, there's like a lot of you know, kind of uh, I don't know how to say this, but I guess there's all the signs when you when you put a kid in private school point to turning that kid into kind of like a reliant entitled kid. Well, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, no, and and I just think that you know. A good kid who's raised well, no matter what happens, you know, where they go to school or whatever, they're going to be good people. For sure. Well, I just think sometimes like a good normal kid that's put into an environment where they feel a lot of pressure or they feel left out because you don't fucking have everything that everyone else has. It makes it harder to, you know, not resent things. Yeah. I mean, you put you're kind of in an environment where you're like. Everyone else is like richer than me, and like they're really smart. And their parents are doctors, and like guys, I'm fucking white trash over here. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 absolutely. But I'm, I, it's totally not surprising at all that normal people can do that and be fine. But I, back to the original point, yeah. Um, I think it's interesting. Shut up. <laughs> um, that. Oh my God, Marble, be quiet. I think it's interesting that the adults that live here are so outrageously, like, not normal. No. And yet they can be not normal and breed kids that are insanely normal. Because you're, like, one of the most normal people I've ever met. And? And you were born and raised here. Yeah. And But your parents aren't. No, like, my parents are East Coast. Your parents are, and they're super down to earth. Super down to earth. Boston. Regular. New York, yeah. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess I guess it goes back to like, you know, I could have been raised in Rochester like you. My parents would have raised me the same way. Right. No. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. So um, but it is odd because, I mean, you don't realize this until, you know, I, I finished college. I didn't go to college in L.A. I, you know, I finished college and now I'm an adult living in L.A. or I have been. 
and you go out and you meet people in all sorts of walks of life, whatever you're doing, you're at a bar, you're anywhere, whatever you do. And it, you're right. Like it's so often that you encounter these adults who you're like, how are you the way that you are? Right. And they're like, oh man, I'm from, I'm from Boston. I'm from Chicago. I'm from like these insanely cool, normal places. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but you suck. Does not compute. Like, did you suck before you moved here or did you yeah. suck after you moved here? They're both very good possibilities because people, you know, assholes like, grow maybe, everywhere. But... Maybe Los Angeles is just a fucking black hole and it sucks all of the sucky people into it. Yeah. So they sucked before they moved here. And they're drawn to this fucking negative energy. Los Angeles just attracts the suck. <laughs> the suck. It sucks in the suck. Well, you meet a lot of people here that are just so like, they'll do anything. Yeah. Anything. It's, it's, it's very, very, uh, it just turns you off, man. You meet people like that and it's just kind of like, I, know. I think you've said this before, when you meet people like that, like ruins it for everyone else. Yeah, ruins it. Um. But I want to say the strongest thing that I noticed that was like a stark contrast to anything I've ever experienced in my life mm. was when I moved to Santa Monica. Yeah. The first thing that I noticed was that there's no, you don't, you never see any people like in the neighborhoods. I was like, there's never any kids playing outside. Like no one's like, there's no kids, I guess is my point. Okay. There's no little kids running around. There's, nobody's riding their bike because in Rochester and in Boston, like where I lived in Cambridge, there's just forever fucking kids playing basketball and skateboarding down the street. And like if it's snowing, they're fucking sledding on things. They shouldn't, you know, there's just a plethora of children. Yeah. Like in California, you never, with the, with the exception of the two dicks next door that never invite us to play basketball. Yeah, dude. You, you never see any kids outside. Yeah. Like where are all your fucking kids? Well, uh. Where did you play when you were a kid? Um, I mean, you played on the schoolyards after school, honestly, I think like if you, if you were playing basketball or if you're playing baseball, you play little league, you play at the park basketball. If you want to stay after school, extracurriculars and stuff, you do it on campus, like uh, after school, like on the playground, you know, I I never really had that big of a yard. That's what I'm saying. See, it's, it's a different kind of community because in out in Rochester, you know, people have yards. It's bigger. There's more space between houses and stuff like that. But here, it's more like compact, mm-hmm. like houses, streets. You know what I mean? Businesses. Mm-hmm. So I think the fact that you don't see a lot of kids playing around at their houses isn't necessarily so much because kids don't play here, mm-hmm. but it's more because <laughs> wasn't they're playing. Kids no, just no, I know. Sit around and do nothing. <laughs> they just play video games. <laughs> no, it's like I think they're just playing elsewhere. They playing on the school playgrounds or playing in little somewhere more playing. fun to play. Yeah, like there's more things here. I mean, yeah. it's like they're lucky. They have gyms. They have yeah. all sorts of you know places at their disposal as kids, which is, I mean, it's very awesome. It's very fortunate as a kid, you know, who was raised here and kids who get to play and all that stuff, you know. But yeah, I, I think uh, you know, I like when you ask me if I've ever played like on a yard or stuff. Like besides like the trampoline I had in my backyard yeah. when I was growing up. We never like ran around in each other's yards. Like oh. we would keep that to like you know. Yeah, that's all we ever park. did, and and like woods and shit. Because you know, 
we when you're a little kid it's not like your parents can fucking up and drive you because it's it's not like in santa monica where you can drive literally 10 minutes and get to somewhere really awesome yeah like it, spread in, out. yeah in rochester yeah. If, like if you need if you want to go somewhere really awesome it's like 20 30 yeah. 40 minutes away and your mom's like nah dude it's fucking saturday go outside and play with yourself yeah and that's you see know? that's a whole different you know culture that you're yeah. raised in. i mean it was fun but it was it was crazy when i moved here it was like there's never any kids outside playing, and it makes me feel weird. <laughs> well, don't feel weird. I just wish that those fucking kids, man. You know what? I think tomorrow, before I leave, I'm just gonna dunk on. Yeah, him. just go over there and fucking. I'm gonna dunk fucking on him. dunk on them, man. Fucking three sixty, just like pull down their hoop and then leave, and then empty the water out of the base of it. Fuck yeah, Dude. they're weird ass kids though, and those people that live next door are weird ass people too. So. They have 8 million fucking cars that block the entire street. Yeah, I don't want to get started on that. I fucking hate that one. There's, and then yelling late yeah. at night in different languages. Oh, my God. I mean, keep it to yourself, man. Yeah, keep it in they, your pants. They, but it's not just that. Keep they it in have your pants, all, neighbor. Every single window in their house is open 24-7, yeah. the screens. And, so there's a little boy that lives there that sings at the top of his lungs, but he sounds like a little girl. Yeah. He's because he's a little bitch. Oh my god! Uh, no, but and then the windows also look down. At it's us, like it looks directly into which our is yard. So fun. So he screamed. The last time I heard him, he was scream singing Sia's chandelier, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god!" Can it, I try just to picture that? Oh try to picture god. what that's like to live next to. But he's screaming it like down into the yard, and it's like pissing the dogs off. And I'm like, "Dude, can you come on? Come on!" Like no need. There's no need for that, kid. You can be bringing your talents elsewhere in the house or out of the house. You can be playing basketball. You can be doing your damn homework. Or at least, like, if you're going to scream sing, like, go into a room where you could shut a door or a no, window. No, not his fault. It's the fucking parents, man. <laughs> parents. <laughs> parents. Ha <laughs> ha, parents. How do I parent? I feel like if you're going to leave every screen in your ho- in your house open, there should be, like, a strict indoor voices policy. Yeah. And Shot they, collar. they do not have that. They have a scream voice policy with all the windows open. And yeah, it fucking, it makes me feel weird. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I can hear their like arguments, like their conversations. And I yeah, don't I hear want way to. too much. I and hear then we way hear, too much. I feel like I'm learning a new language and I don't want to. I'm like starting to understand what they're saying to each other. They and speak whatever. English too. I'm not saying they only speak it differently because yeah. he's singing Chandelier. That's English. <laughs> no, I've met that woman that lives there. She speaks English. No, I met the dad too, but I heard someone yelling in something, uh, which I think he was talking about dinner. But I, you know, I don't know. It <laughs> could have just been <laughs> the fuck. I don't know. Holy God! But that's no longer anything because we were leaving this fucking place. Yeah, we out. I mean, well, we'll still be equally as close to neighbors, but. Hopefully. Yeah, I mean. Although the people next door do have a dog, so we could start a barking war. Yeah, Marbles is going to be, what is he going to be excited to find out that there's a barking dog next door? No, he's going to lose his little dick. But that's, in a a way, it's like exciting because he like, he lives for that shit. He does. You know what I mean? They saw a fucking squirrel earlier today and it was like the fucking dog barking apocalypse. (laughs) Yeah, and Kermit, Kermit does this different bark. <laughs> yeah, it's a freaking peach out. Hi, you know, it's like, oh, 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 oh. 
Yeah, it's like he's, he's the quietest dog ever. And then he, he never sees barks a unless because he's, he's a sight hound. So oh, if I know. he sees it, yeah. and he's like all he can do is focus on how to get it. Yeah. Kermit, it's up in a tree, bro. Kermit, figure it out, man. <laughs> figure it out, man. Fobolicious. 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 But yeah, fucking, for those of you that geographically don't understand where the no, good yawn, no, no, where, okay. where the valley is, it's beyond, so Los Angeles is like down here, Santa Monica's like here, instead yep. of Malibu, and then there's a mountain range. Yep. San Bernardino Mountains, yep, yep, is that right? Yep. Uh, and then beyond, whatever. I mean, it might be. I don't know the name. And then beyond that is the San Fernando Valley. Yes, and you keep going. And that's the Calabasas, Woodland Hills, and Encino. Tarzana, Encino. And then like... Sherman Oaks. Further out, it's like West Hills. Studio City, yeah. Van Nuys, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You hit that pretty well. Thanks. I've been looking at a lot of maps. And people people refer to like the valley or Studio City or Sherman Oaks like as over the hill. So you're like, oh, you're going to go over the hill? That's where that is. You go over that little mountain range. You go over Antion uh, Range. Yeah, it's, it's it's fairly quick with no traffic, but um, it's a great area. And, uh, we've and it's taken, way cheaper because people think that it's fucking, you know. It's way cheaper. You get more free money. There's but, a stigma against the valley. Yeah, there is. For like, no, I don't oh, know you what live reason. in the valley? Oh. I don't know. I don't know why, but... Um, I don't know why either. It's dope. And it's fucking hot out there. Yeah, and awesome. what I was going to say is, like, the nine trips we've taken... I mean, we've taken trips, like, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night, you know, to Friday night, whatever, like, yeah. throughout the week. It's popping. It's popping. Yeah, there's, like, late-night cafes. There's, like, bars. I mean, it's it looks like a fun place. There's, like, young people. Yeah, it looks more fun than we live now. Where Way we more live fun. now is, like, serious... It's in Los Angeles, but it's like a neighborhood. It's like residential of residential. Yeah, nobody fucking does shit. We're like south of what's happening in Westwood because in Westwood, there's the Westwood Village where there's a couple bars. Yeah, but UCLA even if, at least. Yeah, and UCLA. So even if we were like a little north in Westwood, we would have the, the village. But still, that's not our scene. Like, we don't really, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like Studio City out there is way more appropriate for us. Well, yeah, they're young professionals. Yeah, you're not quite... That, students that don't want to go out and just like get sloshed and yeah. stumble around yeah you don't want to be half naked you sort of just want to have like a nice have a couple of drinks enjoy yeah, yourself yeah and like and it seems out. it seems minuscule the difference between college students and just out of college or you know late 20s or whatever but it is a big difference in the way people go out you know what i mean go to college bars and it's just like a totally different experience than it is something like Young working professionals. Well, the bar that we used to frequent when we lived uh, like around here, uh, I think that they might let some under underage people in yeah. there. Like it just gets really sloppy, and that's why like I really liked it because they played great fucking music. Like, and they had really awesome dance. bartenders too. Yeah, and like like just really dope music. And like a really sweaty, crowded dance floor. And I was like, yes, this is divey and fucking awesome. And I love it. But then, you know, as you start to go there more and more and more, you're like, slowly. There's people here that I'm not sure are 21 years old. And it's getting like too sloppy even for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sort of a whatever, like, haha, you know, who the fuck cares? But there's a lot of sloppy things happening. Yep, yep, yep. It's fun for what it is. But, you know. Uh, yeah, that's absolutely true. I'm excited. I'm honestly excited, but I'm also intrigued as to what we're gonna find out there. You know yeah. what I mean? What it's gonna be like? But I'm, I, I'm, I'm psyched, man. I'm. It's crazy how stressful like your living area is. Like your your little like fucking 
hermit crab, you know, how, yeah. how your shell affects yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's very stressful. It's yeah. all very stressful. After our hermit crab conversation last week, someone tweeted a picture of a hermit crab with a, a clear shell. What? So you can see, like. No! That's a thing? It's oh artificial. Like, no, it's the most devastating thing I've ever heard. They put it on. Yeah. It's, you know, it's. No, really you could just put the shell in the cage and it will move itself into the cage or no, into the shell. No, I'm not saying it's right. I'm just trying to clarify that oh this was God. done by a human being. Oh, they didn't I know just that. Get but, born like, do you understand how upset like that my inner child is right now that Sorry, that exists. I shouldn't have said that to you. Oh my god. I mean, come on. They do con- all kinds of crazy testing on animals. That's like the least of your worries. What do you mean testing? Uh, messing around with artificially what are you altering. I'm just, I'm just saying because we used to stay up for hours and hours and hours after we oh, put a new I shell in there saying. trying it's to like see cheating. what it looked like so then you could just give them a clear shell and then you could see what they yeah, looked like. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Okay. You had it rougher. Devastating for my my childhood. Well. What a blow I was just dealt. Better late than never? No, it's worse late than never. It's worse late. It's worse at all. Should never have happened. What are you talking about? Can you show me a picture? Can you put brain up on your phone? I don't. don't, It's deep in my mentions. I'll show you after. We'll pull it up. I'll send you you guys a link of this. I'll put the link like right right there or something. Man, I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so just wanted to remind you that I found that. What a slap in the fucking face, man! I'm dying over here. It's gonna be all right. You're gonna recover. <sighs> it's gonna be all right. Mm-hmm. Do you, I told you the story about my brother? Like some things that just make you so outrageously sad in the moment, but like you know it's silly, and you know that you shouldn't be that sad, but yeah, it just but you can't control. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told Julian this story, I think, before, but, like, on Saturdays, me and my brother used to sleep in late. You know, I would sleep in until, like, 9 or 10. Yeah, that's and late. And Devin yeah. would sleep in until, like, 1. Because he's a couple years older, and he was gigantic and a teenage boy. And, yeah. like, needed all the sleep in the world. But I used to, like, you know, be like, oh, Devin's not up. Like, Devin, get up. Like, it's the middle of the day. God. Now all I ever want to yeah. do is, like, yeah. please, please, can I sleep until okay. forever? Right. Um, So... Uh, my mom used to get us toaster strudels, which are like the little pastry that you put in the toaster, and then it comes with a little thing of frosting, and they're fucking amazing. And me and my brother loved them, and we would save them like for the weekends so that we could eat them and have fun. Yeah. Like, oh, weekend, toaster strudel, wee! <coughs> so um, I woke up early, you know, 10, 9 or 10, and uh, I go to the freezer, open it up, there's, you know, a box of toaster strudels. There's, like, one in it. But usually we had, like, a couple of boxes in there. So I take the toaster strudel out, cook it, and I'm sitting there eating it. And then Devin wakes up, and uh, he goes and looks in the freezer, and he opens it up. And he's, like, he looks at my toaster strudel. <laughs> and he looks in the freezer, and he goes, now there's nothing special for me to eat. <laughs> And I just like, like the toaster strudel was like coming out of my mouth. I was like, <laughs> ah! I was like crying so fucking hard. I couldn't fucking handle it. It was like the saddest thing in the whole world. You know Poor what I mean? That Jenna I had felt eaten so guilty. The last toaster strudel. And uh, yeah, my mom was like dying laughing. And then Devin started laughing. And I'm like, you guys don't understand. Though. Like, I just feel so bad. Like, I'm, the, I'm the asshole. I think we've all absolutely had this. Moments where yeah. you know how ridiculous it is, but you absolutely can't control it. 
I, and also yeah. knowing Devin, I can I can hear him saying that. Exactly. There's nothing special, nothing for, me. special for me. That's really funny. Um, but I'm sure he just fucking ate like made some ten bowls of cereal. He would fill like a you know something like a mixing bowl yeah. full of cereal and just sit there. That's and how eat I it. eat cereal too. Um, but yeah, I like cried and cried and cried about that. It was so sad. I'm sorry. It's okay. But that's that's what that little fucking clear hermit crab shell just made me feel like. Aw, don't cry. I just I, I have something I, special to eat. It's I wish okay. I could <laughs> I wish I could go back to little Jenna and be like, someday you'll know. Well <sighs> hopefully hopefully Jenna will recover. So many hours. I want those hours of my life yeah. back sitting you enjoy there and those staring hours. at a crab. Uh, it was bonding time with you and Devin. That's why you're so close. To I told you about the time that our gerbils had babies, right? <laughs> yeah, you did, I think. Yeah. Devin thought they were carrots. Because <laughs> the light was off. I, I used to make fun of him. Cause <laughs> we, had, we got two gerbils we thought were boys. The, the pet store told us they were boys. And I named mine Snoopy, or Snoop, and he named his Sleepyhead. There's this big black gerbil and i was always like your gerbil's so much fatter than mine like your gerbil's so <laughs> fat Devin. he would be like get yes. like shut up no no he's not he's, like, he's not he's just bigger he's like more of a man than yours and then <laughs> they were in the cage together in my room and i was like mom did we feed the gerbils carrots and she turns on the light and there's like 700 fucking babies in there <laughs> i don't know, like 15 yeah, or so yeah. but by the morning then there were only like eight because yeah. they eat them yeah they eat the babies did you know that? Yeah, like they humans. They eat the ones... Oh, my God. They eat the ones <laughs> that they can't take care yeah, of. Yeah, it's yeah. so fucked. Yeah. So my mom was like, all right, in the morning, we'll take them to the pet store and wake up. And I'm like, where's my 15 babies? And I'm oh, like, oh, my God. There's... Oh, my fuck. God. That yeah. must have been weird as But fuck. it was like such a fucking like... If we talk about sad moment versus Jenna's happy win childhood yeah. moment. I was like, ha ha, Devin. I told you your gerbil was fat. It's because it was a chick. And mine knocked yours up. Told you... Damn. Your your gerbil totally was fat. <laughs> <laughs> it was full of fucking 15 babies. That soon turned into eight. Ugh. And then dinner. I know. I saw her eating one. And that's why oh, I thought we put carrots God. in there. Ugh. Like there. Who just like dumped a bag of baby carrots in the gerbil cage? Oh, oh, oh. Every time I get baby carrots at the grocery store, I'm going to think of their, their gerbils from now on. Yep. Well... I hope you guys uh, enjoyed that story because I'm going to feel that way every time I eat carrots now. You'll be all right. What is she doing? She's like trying to escape through the neck. She doesn't have any regard that this shirt is going to get stretched out. You're naughty. Naughty, naughty. Uh, uh, no, I like. I, I do like, though, when uh, we have an idea for a podcast and then we start talking and we go a completely different direction. Yeah, totally different direction. I enjoy that. Good work. Yeah, good work. I hope you guys aren't mad if we have to end. You know, yeah, we should probably early. end soon. Have this be the, a short podcast. A little bit shorter, but, you know, we got to do it. We got to move. We got to move. We got to finish moving. I promise you guys are going to be happy when we're back. Uh, all settled in a, a real house again with all our shit. Um, and we're going to have a cool, we'll, we'll have a cool podcast area set up. Yeah, we will do our best. Yeah. So we'll make it look good for you. Probably we'll, still at this table. Probably still at this table. This table's so great. But um, thank you guys for hanging out with us. Yeah, and for being tolerant of us being tired and and at our at our physical limit of yeah. moving. You guys are oh. awesome. 
is very supportive. I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, we're on iTunes. We're on all the stuff. You know that. You know the drill. We'll see you guys next week. And uh, let us know any of your thoughts about what we talked about. Always what's contribute. Your, what's yeah. your least favorite part about packing is what what you hate the most about your neighbors or your fucking or like something stupid sad or stupid happy yeah, in your exactly. childhood. All right. Or what you think about people that live in Los Angeles and your theory on why some of them yeah. suck so bad. Exactly. That's a great conversation we need to have with you. Yeah. All right. What did the dick say to the shit? Get fucked. Why don't you have balls? <laughs> Someone wrote that in the East. Fabulicious. What do you what do you say to three whales? What? Well, well, well. What do we have here? <laughs> what do you call a no, sheep no, no, with no, no legs? No, no, no. You use all these on XM already. A cloud. No, yeah, my but turn. some of my them turn. don't have my turn. What does the L in Samuel L. Jackson stand for? What? Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's that's all, folks. Yeah, but what's the population of Brazil? Up. I don't know. Pretty mm-hmm. big, probably about a Brazilian people. Okay, okay. <laughs> so many. I mean, it's probably about a, about a Brazilian. See you guys. I'm so good at jugs. Special, so special jugs. I'm so good at jugs. Special, special jugs. We are gonna go be loopy somewhere else now. Okay. Bye. Bye.